Hello, I'm Pastor Doug Meacham from Grace Chapel in Westerville, Ohio, and we welcome you back to Life's Beautiful Journey Radio. Each week we will be talking about a different part of life, and this week we will be talking about loneliness. Now, this is another one of those topics where you might be thinking, how is this part of life's beautiful journey? (laughs) But, you know, as we've mentioned with topics like embarrassment or disappointment and others, you know, part of life's beautiful journey is dealing with tough times. Overcoming things that could bring you down helps to keep you on that steady path of victory in the Lord. You know, loneliness is more than just being alone at lunch or at at your home. You know, many people feel lonely even in a crowded mall or a packed bus or somewhere else like that with people all around them. You know, the definition of loneliness talks more about the sadness someone feels when they feel alone. You know, we've seen uh, loneliness portrayed in various ways in pop culture over the years. And I remember there was an old song from the 60s that said, One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. (laughs) And remember in the 80s, then, songs like Here I Go Again on My Own and Alone Again were different ones there on the charts. They tried to convey that feeling of loneliness after broken relationships. But uh, there was also a movie in the year 2000 called Castaway that you might remember there featuring Tom Hanks. And in that movie, he was stranded alone on a deserted island. And the loneliness was so strong in his life while on that island that he found a volleyball. (laughs) And he drew a face on it and called it Wilson. And he talked to that thing all throughout the day like a person and, and even a friend. And it brought to life how important it is to have people in our lives, didn't it? You know, I heard that if you are ever feeling lonely, all you need to do, here's some advice, is watch a scary movie and you won't feel like you are alone in your home anymore. (laughs) Look out! You know, if it were that easy, I guess we'd all uh, be able to do that and overcome loneliness uh, in that way. But, uh, you know, at an early age, I experienced a taste of loneliness as I grew up as an only child. And I had my parents, of course, my friends and others in my life to fellowship and share with. But I did have those moments where, you know, I didn't have a brother or sister around on a daily basis. And that ended up helping me, I think, though, with my creative development. You know, for uh, much of my time alone, I would draw things that uh, shared my dreams for my future, (laughs) things I enjoyed. Or I would write songs with my primitive guitar playing skills and limited lyric writing knowledge. In fact, I think I've mentioned before on a previous podcast that I made a whole album of songs for my grandmother during those early years that we still have on a cassette today. But in my dating years as a teenager, I can remember always making sure I had someone in my life as a, quote, girlfriend, because if I was ever facing a breakup or was on a break, you know, I'd struggle on those Friday or Saturday nights with being at home alone, of course, at first, but then eventually I would work through those feelings and settle back into enjoying life at home. Or I would link up, uh, back up actually, with some friends that I had been away from during my dating season. <laughs> you know, it seemed like there was always a movie or a concert to attend with friends if I wanted to get out and about. In fact, uh, many of those moshing sessions uh, as we were supporting our fellow bandmates around town, I think I still feel that in my neck. (laughs) But, you know, after college, as I've mentioned in the past uh, as well, I moved to Nashville and stayed in a one-bedroom apartment by myself. 
And, uh, you know, by my early 20s, I think I found my groove and being comfortable with and even preferred sometimes when I could be on my own. And I can remember, though, lying in bed one night, looking at the ceiling, (laughs) wondering why I was there in a room by myself, 400 miles from home and family. But thoughts like that were fleeting as I adjusted to my environment and made the, the most of it. You know, as I've mentioned, I would travel a lot of times when I was living there. I'd go to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, or Atlanta, Georgia, or even Bowling Green, Kentucky. You know, that's where they have the Corvette Museum, and Corvettes are made there. Or even stay there in uh, Nashville and go to Opryland, as it was still open, of course, there in the early 90s. In fact, I had a season pass there and would just go in to ride a roller coaster or two and then head on home. (laughs) It was a good stress reliever. But the other place that I would feel the most connected, of course, and uh, at home was in church. And I would attend services at various churches around the, uh, the city there on Sunday mornings, Sunday evenings, Wednesday nights, and even a few other nights through the week to not only meet new people or hear good teachings or sermons, but I also enjoyed simply being in the presence of God. You know, the Bible says that God inhabits our praise, which just simply means he resides in our worship. That's why we can feel comfort in the presence of the Holy Spirit as we worship the Lord. He is there with us, the ultimate companion, right? You know, and that can uh, totally remove any loneliness in our lives, knowing God is always with us. As I would commit uh, time, of course, uh, spending with the Lord and worship, he would bless me with developing new relationships. And I made a lot of friends there in Nashville while I lived there and ultimately, of course, met my wife, Emily, at church. And from that moment, I haven't felt a true loneliness since. <laughs> you know, the combination of gaining a helpmate and, of course, walking with the Lord has provided the ultimate relationship fulfillment in my life. And then, of course, in 2001 and 2003, my kids, Faith and Tim, were born and added to the mix there. And uh, our new little family all but completely removed loneliness for me at that point. (laughs) And I love it. But, uh, you know, the Bible talks about God helping man with loneliness early in the Word. And uh, that's there in Genesis 2.18. It says, The Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. So God knew even back then that loneliness could affect Adam in a negative way. So he provided Eve to be his companion. You know, and several times throughout Scripture there, we are reminded that even if we are physically alone, God is always with us. One that I like is in Joshua 1.9, and that says, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous? Do not be frightened, and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Isn't that amazing? Now, you may be shouting at your podcast listening device, you haven't experienced the level of loneliness that I have gone through, or maybe even deal with right now. And that may be true. You know, I won't try to say that I can fully understand some of the levels of deep loneliness many experience in their lives. But I want to try and encourage you in your struggle and see if I can help. So in the spirit of one of my Sunday sermons, which you should come check that out sometime at Grace Chapel here, uh, here's a short little list of a few things you can try. One thing is you can work on opening up more to the people you know. 
as there may be some connecting points that you didn't even know about, and you can build on those. So that'll develop that relationship even further and maybe draw you closer. A second thing is you can make new connections, as sometimes it takes just a little extra effort to reach out to someone new and make a new friend. You know, going to church, of course, more frequently can help with that big time. So I would encourage you to do that. A third thing is to learn to be comfortable doing things on your own. You know, the Lord may show you productive things you could be doing with some alone time. And that will help dispel any loneliness, of course, you're feeling. And then try squelching that FOMO in your life, as they say. (laughs) Remember what that is? That says uh, the fear of missing out. You know, who says things have to go a certain way for you to feel fulfilled? Maybe the Lord has something better in store for you. And then uh, we also need to remember, of course, our fourth thing here, and that's that the Lord is always present with us. So just spending time with Him can help us to feel surrounded with love. And knowing that, of course, is the best way to travel through life's beautiful journey. Our podcast, again, is sponsored by Grace Chapel Community Church. And more information can be found about the church at gracechapel.us. Again, that's gracechapel.us. And remember that you can send me an email directly to pastordougmeacham at yahoo.com. Again, that's pastordoug, M-E-A-C-H-A-M, at yahoo.com. And make sure, of course, to check out our new YouTube channel for some exciting adventures and enhanced versions of our podcasts. And I think you'll, you'll enjoy it if you check that out. So won't you join us again next week for Life's Beautiful Journey? Thanks again for joining us, and God bless.